Welcome to A to Z Sports, powered by the BetMGM app. I'm Austin Stanley. He is Zach Bingham. Make sure you follow us all over social media as we're Nashville's on-demand sports talk network, and we go live every weekday morning at 8 Central Time on Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch. Also hit us up on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Got to thank our sponsors uh, because they make it happen for us and they help out you guys. Wilson County Hyundai, find your next ride and make them a part of your car buying process by going to see them in Lebanon or simply at wilsoncountyhyundai.com. The Bone and Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. And Farm Bureau Health Plans, get better with Farm Bureau Health Plans uh, at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. That's a better health coverage for you, again, at fbhp.com slash A-T-O-Z. So we will talk about the slap. Uh, and and Liz is right. Uh, well, every group chat has been amazing and that this is the most relevant uh, that the Oscars have ever been, in, at least in quite some time. And probably Liz's lifetime, and she is in her early 20s, intern Liz, recent college graduate. But uh, but yeah, so the Oscars we'll get to later on. But I I was confused, Zach, because I was having I wasn't necessarily dialed in to social media this weekend like I would have been during the week. But I was legitimately confused when I see on Twitter all of these Jets like websites and people covering the Jets talking about the potential of getting AJ Brown. I was like, what in the hell is going on? This can't be just based off of something that AJ Brown cryptically tweeted and then deleted. And it comes out that Rich Samini of ESPN.com started this uh, by talking about the Jets and a bunch of different angles. But I mean, how did you find about the uh, about the AJ Brown Jets rumors? I thought it was ridiculous. Found out on Twitter, and I, ty- I diagnosed what it was right because you know you see it secondhand and then you, as you just said you know you try to track back to see where it originated from and i figured it out pretty quickly at what had gone on and what had gone on it it literally goes back to high school miami got the relationship the jets did not and the jets are now looking for who can they get in a relationship with and who can they take to the school dance so they're just going to put out three uh, random people that they want to go to the dance with because they just lost. This is desperation by the New York Jets. Of course you want to go to the dance with Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, and A.J. Brown. Of course you would want them as wide receivers. This is a bad look by the new – and I don't know who leaked this, right? This is the type of story that gets leaked. Right, right. And so I will read from ESPN.com. This is where it all originated from Rich Samini, who covers the Jets for ESPN.com. Next receiver up. The Jets will have to address their wide receiver issue with a high draft pick unless another Tyreek Hill situation arises. A handful of star receivers are entering the final year of their contract, including DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, and Debo Samuel. The market is blowing up, which might make it harder for their teams to re-sign them. The Jets have ties to all three. Receiver Elijah Mitchell played with A.J. Brown and D.K. Metcalf at Ole Miss and remains close friends with Brown, by the way. Uh, side note from my end, it was Elijah Moore's birthday this weekend because A.J. Brown was Instagram storing about uh, his birthday. And then uh, the coaching staff knows Samuel from its time in San Francisco. To say the coaches would have to say the coaches have an affinity for Samuel would be an understatement. At this point, there's no indication that any of them are available, but here's the big thing. But the Jets are keeping an eye on the situations 
just in case. That's it. Is that Rich Samini is going full drama on this. And I think you have to, it's, it's always the blend of business, journalism, ethics, reporting, and opinion. This and is where- lastly a completely desperate franchise that has yes. been in the bottom of the dumps for years and years and years searching for anything they can get their hands on to actually make them any sort of relevant in the right. NFL. And that is the New York Jets' franchise. That is yes. Woody, the, the owner, Woody Johnson, and that entire franchise. It is a complete and utter joke. Plus, you're in, based in New York. You think you're hot stuff because you're in a big market, but they are little brother to the New York Giants, the New York football Giants, who have won at least two Super Bowls with Eli Manning in the last 20 years. The Jets are a complete desperate franchise, and what you just read, Austin, is a desperate article based on a desperate reporter looking for any sort of desperation to get attention because he's covering a desperate team. I think you're exactly right. And so it's just absolutely ridiculous. There is no way in hell that AJ Brown will not resign with the or sign an extension with the Tennessee Titans. The Tennessee Titans have been searching for AJ Brown for 20 years and they got AJ Brown and they're not going to just let him go or trade him to the New York Jets for picks because then they'd have to go find A.J. Brown again, and they had a lot of trouble doing that. And so then it comes to where uh, the Titans general manager, John Robinson, actually has to come out and say something about this. And so we'll, we'll, we'll I'll read you John Robinson's comments about these A.J. Brown uh, rumors and the report coming out of uh, the New York Jets here in a second. But first, let's tell you guys, about our friends at the Bone & Joint Institute, boneandjointtn.org, the region's destination for comprehensive orthopedic and sports medicine care. Whenever you get hurt in life, know who to go to, know who to trust. And if you're in this Nashville, Middle Tennessee region, and that includes you in Southern Kentucky, that includes you in Northern Alabama, there's not a better place to go than Franklin, Tennessee at the Bone & Joint Institute. They also have satellite campuses in Nolensville, Brentwood, and Thompson Station. So hit them up, boneandjointtn.org. Powered by BetMGM. Use the promo code ATOZ Sports, the king of sports books. Download the app today if you have an Android or an Apple and get started. Risk free bet up to $1,000, the final four over the weekend. That was good college basketball. And that, that was very, very entertaining. It's coming up next week. Make sure you download this app, though, separate from that over the weekend. Promo code ATOZ Sports. All right. So, John Robinson uh, talked to Jim Wyatt from the NFL owners meetings. Uh, This came out yesterday because of all the craziness circling uh, A.J. Brown and his future with the Titans. Uh, John Robinson said this about A.J. Brown and his future. One quote that they're in very, very preliminary talks with A.J. Brown. But here's the big quote. Right now, we're just trying to get through this free agency period, seeing what we've uh, landed cap-wise. AJ is an important part of what we do. He's a great teammate. He works hard. He's about what we're about. AJ is a Titan and we want to keep him a Titan. And that's part of our goal this off season or whenever that manifests itself to come to an agreement to keep him around. That's Titans GM, John Robinson addressing ridiculously having to address AJ Brown and the Jets rumors. So Zach, how do you feel about this thing overall? Is this something or nothing that the Jets are throwing out that they are keeping an eye on 
AJ Brown situation with the Titans? Is this something or is this absolutely nothing? The only way that it would be something is because the Jets have two first round top 10 picks, right? And the Titans don't have a second round pick, but they don't have anybody. They just traded for Robert Woods because they cut Julio Jones. So they had, I, I feel the Titans had already kind of put together their plan at wide receiver, or at least started. The draft hasn't happened yet. So the Jets have picks to offer, but you need a team willing to trade said asset. This is absolutely nothing, in my opinion. And look, we'll ask the chat. I put that out there on the uh, on the chat. Lou Man says something, and so does Steven. So there are individuals out there. I think this is just a desperate article for a desperate fr franchise trying to get attention in a New York market. And let's just be honest. The Giants and the Jets both have two top 10 picks. So that tells you where they finished and where the state of their franchise is. A.J. Brown, and, and here's the last thing I'll say. Here's why it is nothing. Jets fans obviously don't follow A.J. Brown and haven't followed A.J. Brown for a long, long time because he's sitting there tweeting about God, and he does that all the time. That's just a part of his, like, what he does, and I believe in, in I don't know his religious prowess, but he he tweets about God taking control all the time. That's literally once a week, and so they read into it as him saying something like, ooh, this could happen. He's talking to God to get him to the Jets. That is the most ridiculous thing. That is ignorance by Jets fans everywhere well, and its lack of knowledge on who the potential uh, you know, wide receiver could be. And here's the last thing. On, on John Robinson's side, he'd probably rather sign A.J. Brown sooner rather than later because next year you got Jeffrey Simmons on the horizon. The good thing is the salary cap is probably going to go up because the NFL is going to sign a new deal with television rights. So that's just progressively going to happen. And we've already kind of seen that trend over the last couple of weeks of all the money being dished out. Yeah. But to me, this is nothing. Streaming rights, TV and streaming rights. I mean, it's just going to be crazy of how that's going to change. But yeah, so there's a couple things. Like, is it something that the Jets are keeping an eye on the situation of a top 10 receiver in the league? Sure, I'm sure the Jets are doing that. The Jets would be stupid to not pay attention to how some of those things are going. But to actually leak this out and believe that they can get one of them? Now, the DK Metcalf situation might be a little different, right? Because DK Metcalf, the Seahawks, who just lost Russell Wilson, and now they're having to kind of restart in a way, maybe the Seahawks can view DK Metcalf as an opportunity to get even more picks to reload and restart their franchise. The Seahawks are not a contender anymore. The Niners and the Titans view themselves as contenders. Therefore, they're not going to move on from A.J. Brown or Debo Samuel. So it's something that the Jets are monitoring it, but it's absolutely nothing if it's going to come to something that might actually happen. So there's a couple things with that of what you talked about. One, re-signing A.J. or extending A.J. Brown sooner rather than later. John Robinson will probably extend AJ Brown in like the last the, the last two weeks of July. That's when John Robinson extends these contracts. So listen to me here, March 28th. I expect AJ Brown's extension to be announced. Let's see. Let's just put a, a, a date mark on it. I'm expecting it's going to be between July 17th and July 31st. That is when AJ Brown's extension is going to come out. 
between July 17th and July 31st. Just put that on your calendar of when it's going to happen. So because he's right about needing to see how the salary cap falls, because you just have Robert Woods in a trade, you've got the Harold Landry contract. So you're not worried about salary cap this year. You're worried about what does the cap look like in 23 and beyond. And you got to be able to have Harold Landry, Robert Woods, and Julio off the books, but those other guys on the books to see how you can make the math work out. So that's why it's going to happen in that July 17th to 31st window. The second thing you brought up is A.J. Brown's tweets. Are A.J. Brown's tweets becoming an actual issue? Or are they still A.J. Brown being A.J. Brown and it's a big deal? Because well, I, I have my opinion on this. Because over the last over the last two weeks, A.J. Brown has tweeted about uh, Marcus Mariota being the best leader he's ever been around. And then people took it a certain way about Ryan Tannehill, which is ridiculous. And then A.J. had to respond to that. And then he's tweeting about, you know, Jesus take the wheel. And then now people think he's getting traded to the Jets. Or people read into Jesus take the wheel into the Titans aren't going to give him the money he wants. Like, so AJ's tweeting all these things that are cryptic. Are they becoming an actual issue? Or should we just continue to not worry about it and let AJ Brown be AJ Brown? Because AJ Brown is one of the better personalities that we've had the opportunity to cover uh, for the Tennessee Titans recently. Well, so I look at it in the PR standpoint. A.J. Brown, the one thing that I will say is he probably cares a little too much of maybe what people think because he's deleted tweets, right? And But he's open and honest about it. I, that's the one thing I do love about A.J. Brown is he'll delete, delete it and say, well, it's becoming a distraction, so that's why I deleted it. He, he will call out reporters when he doesn't like it. He's done that before. Sure. But I wish that he would just kind of – do the I don't give a damn mentality and just say, look, all you fools on Twitter, all you trolls can take it however you want. I don't care. That's how I would do it. That's how I live is I just don't care. You could sit there and you can fight. You can spat. You can write articles over what I think. And it's not like the Lane Kiffin. Like Lane Kiffin knows exactly what he's doing to the Tennessee fan base, to college football, to the officials, to the playoff committee. Like, he knows that. A.J. Brown is, I think, a little bit less aware, and he's not doing it um, on purpose. But then he, he has to retract a lot of the things that he said. I just wish he just, hey, it's on you guys to figure it out. I'm tweeting about something that I believe. Who cares about what anybody else thinks? And so there is one little hiccup in that of what the, the subject that you brought up, Austin, that I wish that we could kind of get past. I don't think that it is a problem or a distraction. I just think AJ should keep these up and let Twitter trolls do what Twitter trolls do. So, I mean, we could have a, 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 an analyzing AJ's tweets segment every week. I mean, like, he, like AJ, if he was like, if he, again, if he was at the Lane Kiffin school of thought, he would have just put out a emoji of a plane because he was traveling that weekend, yeah, but right. oh, that represents the jets, right? And now that's funny. An hour ago, AJ tweeted happens every week, but it never gets easier. Like, what does it mean? Oh, it's Monday. Monday maybe, happens every week, but it never gets easier. Monday always. I mean, I don't know what it means. Maybe it's, it's his, maybe it's mental health struggles. Maybe, maybe maybe it's his anxiety. Maybe it's depression. I, I don't know, right? Maybe it's he something spoke on with that his, before. Something with his daughter, who he's talked about uh, all the time too. But it, you know, 
I, I would feel like if I'm the Titans, you get stressed. And, and if you are the Titans, you have a group of people who have AJ Brown tweet notifications and Instagram notifications on for whenever he posts something to see where it's at. I think it's to the level of that where I think the Titans inside the building have anxiety about how AJ Brown tweets just because it always causes rumors to start some one way or the other. Yeah. And I think the jets, they're just looking for somebody to love. And so they're reaching out to anybody and everybody who will possibly give them attention. And let me say, I don't think Debo Samuel, DK Metcalf, or A.J. Brown will be a Jet. I think out of those three, D.K. Metcalf is more likely because of the things that you said, Austin, because that's an asset that they can trade away and reset and restart because D.K. is probably not going to want to re-sign with Seattle if Drew Locke is his quarterback. Yeah, yeah. And the prices are just getting that much more expensive. And if if the Seahawks can get a first-round draft pick back for D.K. Metcalf, that they drafted last pick in the second round. And I think the Seattle Seahawks would probably be interested uh, in doing that. So A to Z sports here live on this Monday, we covered 20 minutes of the AJ Brown nonsense. I think that's really all the air that that needs because AJ Brown is going to be a Tennessee Titan uh, for a second contract. That's, that's going to happen later on this summer. I, I suspect it is going to be the second half of July. Like I mentioned earlier. So now let's get to the slap Zach. Will Smith slaps Chris Rock at the Oscars, and we've got the video to break it down. We'll play it. We'll ask you guys fair or foul for Will Smith to slap Chris Rock uh, for the Jada Bald joke. But first, Zach, tell everybody about Farm Bureau Health Plans. Yeah, fbhp.com slash A to Z. That's where you need to go to get your new health plan. Better coverage, better rates, better service. Over 200-plus locations across the state of Tennessee Farm Bureau Health Plans has helped me this year. I save 20% each month on my health plan, and I have better coverage, and it was very, very easy. I took a health assessment, took about 20, 30 minutes. I got a quote, and I ended up, it opened my eyes to say, wow, I need to switch. So I did switch from my previous health plan to my new health plan at Farm Bureau Health Plan. Go to fbhp.com slash A to Z. That's fbhp dot com slash a to z and get your quote today don't forget download the bet mgm app they are the king of sports books use our code today atoz sports that's atoz sports when you download the app and sign up then you put in your first deposit and your first bet is risk-free up to one thousand dollars that's with promo code atoz sports visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions 21 or older tennessee only new customer offer all promotions up to qualification eligibility requirements rewards issue with knowledge trouble free bets for site credit free bets expire in seven days and for problem game support call tennessee redline at 1-800-889-9789 so the the slap happens right i, I don't know i was watching uh, something else on tv and i opened twitter and i see this happen and then we stop and my wife start to diagnose what all happened with Will Smith slapping Chris Rock. So fair or foul for Will Smith to do this, but let's go ahead and play the video. And we've got John Boy from John Boy Media breaking it down in two parts. The first part, 
about the slap itself. It's the Oscars. Everybody's laughing and having a great time. And Chris Rock's on stage and he's making jokes about all the people in the crowd and poking fun out of them. And Will Smith's there. He's smiling and having himself a grand time. And then Chris Rock's going to make a joke about Will Smith's wife, Jada. Jada, I love you. G.I. Jane 2. Can't wait to see it. All right? And if you don't know what that joke is, G.I. Jane's a movie with Demi Moore where she had to shave her head, buzz cut, and Jada Smith has recently come open to the public about her struggles with hair loss and alopecia. At this point, I can only laugh. Y'all know I've been struggling with alopecia. (laughs) So at this point, she can only laugh. She's been struggling with it. She came out. It's a big deal. And uh, so let's let's hear the joke again. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right. And Will Smith accidentally finds it hilarious. Just big old open mouth laugh, head chuckle galore. One more time. G.I. Jane 2, can't wait to see it. All right. Will's laughing it up. Uh Uh-oh. Jada does not like the joke. She stares some daggers Chris Rock's way. Sometime right after this scene, she's going to turn to Will, give him the same look. And that's going to change the way this goes. (laughs) That was a a nice one. Okay. That was a nice one. Okay. Forget about it. Let's just move on and let's let this die. I'm out here. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Richard. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) So at this point, everyone's like, is that real? Is that fake? What the hell was that? Wow. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. Will Smith just smacked the shit out of me. I like Will Smith's style here because I feel like this is a slap that he learned on a movie set somewhere because he really sticks it. So he goes palm out and then he really follows through like Karate Kid. Like that just doesn't seem like a normal slap. It seems like a movie set taught him that full body twist and Chris Rock just eats it. So there's the first part of that. One, uh, incredible job by John Boy Media. Yeah, yeah, Demetrius goes, I like this guy's take on altercations. I mean, it's really, really good. It's really, really good. Now, there's a bunch of people, Will Dodson, uh, uh, Tornado, and uh, some other people who think this is fake, thought it was staged. I see Clayton thinks it was staged. Chad thinks it was staged. I don't think it was staged. I think it was real. So, and Will says Hollywood acting, right? So, uh, how do you feel about it? Do you think, I think it's absolutely real. There, there's no way that it's not real. And I think the next part of the breakdown that we'll play shows why it's not real. I think it's very, very real. And there's a lot that's been going on about Will Smith and his wife's relationship, Jada's relationship, uh, over the last couple of years. Well, I think it's real. Uh, I don't think that it is fake. And I think it's real based on Jada's reaction to the joke, right? She actually is getting the brunt of the joke, right? The butt of the joke is her. It's not anybody else. It's not the husband. It's not Chris Rock. It's Jada. And I like how that breakdown, The I shout out to John Boy, of actually recognizing and acknowledging her reaction because Nobody else would be self-conscious about what the joke is besides her. And that, I think, and then obviously Will Smith looks at his wife and things change very quickly. And I think it would have been different, we'll talk about this, if it, if if Will Smith punched Chris Rock, we have a whole different set of circumstances. So I think that was just Will Smith of being aware. And when you slap 
and I'm just going to say this. When you slap somebody, that is a shut your mouth type move. That is not a, I'm going to beat you down, let's brawl, let's fight type move. A slap notoriously is a quote unquote, shut your mouth. And that's where I think Will Smith reacted. That was a reaction in my opinion. Yeah, so I think fair or foul for Will Smith to do that. And then there's also a fair or foul on Chris Rock making the joke, right? Because a lot of people are going to make this about comedy. Cedar says foul. Chris is a comedian. You should be able to take his joke on national TV. I give huge, huge props to Chris on how he handled it. Really professional. So I don't disagree with how Chris I Rock think handled it. I that's a great, I agree. I, okay, so I, I think, I think it was the, per, here's how I feel about the whole thing. I think it was a perfect storm. I think it was the perfect comedian, Chris Rock, making the joke about Will Smith and Jada. And I'm, I don't know this, but I'm sure they know each other well and have known each other pretty well for 30 plus years because of the timeline of their careers, right? And so I think if Chris Rock knew or thought that him saying this joke at the Oscars was the safest place he could have said it, would Chris Rock have made fun of Jada's alopecia if they were just having a dinner together? Probably not. Because that's a personal relationship. But on, on, on the Oscars stage, I think it makes it him more comfortable to take that shot. And I, I, don't, I think it's foul to make that joke. You can make fun of people's movies. You can make fun of all types of stuff. At, it's but, a joke. But it's a medical condition. Alopecia is a medical condition. And I saw Alex Doherty, who's our Preds writer, and I completely disagree with Alex. Uh, as I uh, try to scroll back to find um, Alex's comment, but he basically said, can we stop treating alopecia like it's a disease? It's just going bald. I, I disagree. I, here it is. Can we go ahead and admit that alopecia is just baldness? It's not some serious condition. It's just hair loss. How many bald jokes have been made at the Oscars? Alopecia is a disease because it's, it's, it's something that you cannot control that hair goes off your entire body and people are mocked for all the time. Like kids who have alopecia are mocked. People who like Josh Dobbs who had his alopecia was mocked through college. Like it's a, it's a disease where your body does not produce that. I and understand, so I, but it's a joke. Right. Like, have you, how many times, again, I do agree with you on the Oscar, Oscar stage those things hit harder because you got 20 plus million people listening to said joke, but he didn't, t- he could have gone a lot harsher than that. That but is, Al- look, I, look, I, I think, I think that, uh, I will say, I mean, Will Smith here, I think is the key. Austin. Oh, I'm, I'm not, I'm here's not the key. The key is, is that it was made about a man's wife. That's why the reaction happened. It yes. wasn't about the alopecia joke, bro. Uh, it was. It was yeah, not about it, it, was no. a, it was about a, a man making fun of another man's wife and then the wife reacting the way that you don't want your wife to react. That, yes, I think, put him over the edge to react the way that he did. Jada was offended by it, which sure. that's fine. Jokes are offensive. They when, are. When it, right. And, and Jokes I also are agree offensive. With, I agree with Liz. Alopecia for women is a difficult thing to handle, right? It's different 
when uh, when you make a joke about a guy who's bald because he's got uh, pattern male baldness or when we talk about equality, it, you know, it doesn't okay. matter. It doesn't but matter. It, male, female, but it's, a, it's a joke. Uh, okay. But if I, I, I feel like Chris Rock probably knew, like I said earlier, if that was, he would never make that joke to her face at a dinner because he knows and she has been very public that she is struggling with alopecia, that that is a thing that she is dealing with that is very hard on here, on her. I think that's tough. Look, I have, and I'm it not trying tough. to be Huh? I, I don't disagree that it's not tough, but yes. that's what they call I, thick skin, right? right but Can I also through that. I also think Will Smith reacted that way because he probably, and this again, a guess on my on my part. I feel like Will Smith thought Chris, not you. You don't do that. If it was a a comedian that he didn't have as as good a relationship with, then maybe you let it slide and you address it afterwards. But there was a lot of emotion going around with Will and Jada anyway, right? There's a lot of things happening there. And I think it's because it was Chris Rock. It, it was not, it it made Will Smith even more mad because Chris Rock should have known not to go there. That is where I believe all comedians have a line, right? And they constantly cross it and it's just comedy, man. But at the end of the day, it's just comedy. Like you can get butthurt about, you can get your panties in a while about a ton of things when comedians joke around. And Austin, what are these award shows about? They're about stand-up comedians going around in the crowd, making fun of all the actors. That is That has been the way since the start of award shows. Whether it's the ESPYs, the Golden Globes, Ricky Gervais will destroy your ass at any point in time with a beer in his hand. Chris Rock just did that. This was a reaction based on Will Smith looking at his wife and his wife not taking the joke the way that he would well, everybody would it hurt, want it to. Right, because that hurt her. And because she has obviously been struggling Jokes with Jokes hurt. It's, 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 crit- but here's the also thing, and here's the caveat. And Austin, did you hear Will Smith, who actually won an Oscar, did you hear his speech? No. So go back after this show and listen to his speech because he apologizes for his actions, but he also acknowledges that he and movie stars and any celebrity and Will Smith's been a mega celebrity and Jada has been a mega celebrity for years and years and years that you cannot let people affect your actions the way that he did. Right. I, I, I don't disagree, but, but this is not a, but this is not some troll on Twitter coming at Will Smith. This is somebody in Chris Rock that he's known for 35 years. Is that's right? <laughs> but I think it became personal. I and, and I thought Jerome uh, mentioned it as well um, that uh, that Will Will Smith felt like he had to do something because of all the things that he and Jade have been going through. Will felt like he needed to act in that situation to defend but whose her fault of, is that? Uh, if you know a little bit about that story, I, a lot of those, that's I'm because not, of Jada. <laughs> right. But there's a lot, but there's a lot of emotion. And I think it all, that's why I call it, it. It was the perfect storm. It was the perfect comedian, perfect couple, perfect joke, perfect situation, the perfect storm for all of this to happen. Now let's get to the part two of and this. let me clarify because okay. uh, and I, I don't think I said that he apologized to Chris Rock. He apologized, but he apologized to the Academy and his fellow nominees because he embarrassed 
the show. I mean, it, it now nobody's talking about all of the winners and the great, great acting. Well, and nobody the would talk about that anyway. But really, it, it it became a distraction. So he apologized to the Academy. He did not apologize to Chris Rock, which I don't think he should have. It was just a reaction, right? Like Will Smith, I under, he overreacted, but it was a reaction and it was a joke. And right, who? So Austin, here's my last. Who tells jokes? Comedians do. What's Chris Rock? He's a comedian. Right. But again, like I said, like, would, would he say that at a personal dinner with the three of them? You don't know if he would or I, not. I, right. But I, I you, don't You know. have no idea if he but, would or but not. You, Zach, you know, Chris Rock's when, got some pretty sick humor. But you also nodded your head when I said that Chris Rock felt like saying that joke in that spot was a safe spot to do it because that's what it's supposed to be. And Will, that Will Smith would not well, react that way. That's right? the risk of comedy. Yeah, Austin. no, I, I don't you disagree. You take risks on stage, and sometimes yes. they hit. So, like that's the whole premise of stand-up co- I, comedy. I agree, but there's also potential consequences that, like, you have the right to tell that joke, but the person has that right to respond to it negatively. Now, assault, yes, but <laughs> the right to respond to it, not the right for assault, but the right to respond to it. But you do have free speech. You have consequences. You can't just say stuff without consequences. Free well, you speech. You can. Is- you can say whatever you want. And- right, but but you also have the consequences that come with saying whatever you want. And he you got slapped. You yes, you can go. You can walk up to some guy and legally tell him how ugly he is. But he could also react. And your consequence is you said something that's your right to say. But he could turn around and smack you up the face. And you deserved it. In, I in guess situations. I, I think about comedy, and in this case, there could have been so much worse things said than that. Right, right, like right. that but reaction. Clearly, if he would have talked about all of the rumors of infidelity between Will and Jada, that is now. I think everybody is on a completely different side, saying, "Hey, you can't talk about that to twenty million people." But he took. A safer joke. I, I look the 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 GI Jane. That was a safer joke. It wasn't a safe joke, but it was a safer joke. But again, we don't. Again, like clearly, the jokes on their relationship is on is is on is, is on fun. their relationship, right? Right. But their it's, actions but it's, speak louder than anything yeah, else. But, but clearly, clearly, there was uh, there is a sensitivity to her and her alopecia. Therefore, that's why it happened that way. All right. Everybody is sensitive I, when they are being made fun of. <laughs> but like, you don't make fun of somebody going through a disease. <laughs> that's messed up. It's typically, it's pretty messed up. Like, uh, oh, but it's okay to make fun of Peyton Manning's forehead? Yes, because it's his forehead. I mean, it, like, it's not a disease. That's just how he's got. Isn't that even worse? He can't do anything about his face? Yes. People like, make fun of like big get, ears all the time. That's no, fine. No, America is just too effing soft. That's what it is. Everybody gets so butthurt over people making fun of other people I, I, and I, people crossing the line. And all, that's the problem. It's the society. But look, Peyton Manning's not sitting here crying a river because at the SB somebody's making fun of his tall forehead. And Jada, look. It, it, you everybody can be sensitive about things. I got weird ears. Look yeah, that, I got bro. big ears, and people make fun of them all the time. But you don't go after somebody's disease. <laughs> like this is just I, typically that's kind of off limits. Going after somebody's disease usually uh, is is below the line or below I, the belt. I, I think it was more about the reaction than anything. 
Austin, would you have said this? Here's a good question. Would you have said the same thing if Will Smith didn't do anything? He just sat there? Would you have said it was off limits if, if Will Smith didn't react? Um, if I saw Jada's face, then yeah, I would have figured that she, obviously she did not like that. Now, no, I look, I didn't ask the, you that. I said, uh, would it have been over the line if Will Smith had not reacted the way that he did based off of Jada's? Well, one, I would have never seen it, but two, based off of Jada's response, I would have said, yeah, she did not like that. Probably shouldn't go after her disease. But again, I didn't know a bunch of this stuff until I saw what happened. Like I don't keep up with the Smiths. I don't, but again, I mean, there, I, all, everything that I've said is I still think it was foul of Will Smith to act how he did. So like, there's a bunch of different layers to this conversation. So let, let's play the second part of the reaction. We played the first part. Let's play the second part. I tried to zoom in cause it still seems fake at this point, but it wasn't a punch. It was a slap and Chris Rock just eats it. And he's like, what the hell? <laughs> People are still kind of laughing in the background, like, uh, what the hell's going on? Wow, dude. Wow, dude is the ultimate response when someone overreacts to a joke. That's pretty universal. That's probably been going on for 60 years. Wow, dude. Really? Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out of mouth. I'm going to, okay? I'm going to. I don't want to be involved with you in any way anymore. We're good. And the whole audience goes silent now because it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I could. Oh, okay. I think he's saying there, oh, I could. And I'm like, what could you do? <laughs> oh, I could. Oh, okay. oh, I could do it. Whatever you could do. That was a uh, greatest night in the history of television. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we are here. To uh, give a documentary out. To, ah, to give an Oscar. To give an Oscar out. That's the only flaw in the whole thing from Chris Rock. Everything else he did was amazing. If he would have nailed the next line, it would have been great, but he's not here to give a documentary out. That would be weird, unless he's a producer somewhere. I just want to show you that after the punch, as far as we can see, Chris Rock never touches his face, never rubs it, never nothing. So, I mean... He comes out the big winner if this is real. I also love this look behind stage. Like, we're just going to, you guys aren't going to stop or anything. We're just going <laughs> to, right. Uh, yeah. You want me to just stay up here and do the presentation as I had planned? Give the documentary out? All right. Sounds good. Woo. I mean, man, I mean, that just, again, claps all around the John Boy media for the brilliant breakdown. I thought he did. That the, the real winner is all of us to be able to watch John Boy's breakdown. But and Chris was, Rock did did crush it. He crushed everything about it, about how he handled He didn't touch his face. Crazy. He's so right when somebody says, wow, dude. Wow, like, dude. That is the prototypical reaction when somebody says a joke. It's not taken the correct way. Somebody overreacts and you say, wow, dude, yeah. it's just a joke. And that, Austin, that is where I'm at. Wow, dude, it's just a joke. That's all it is. I'm not trying to fight you. I'm not trying to destroy your family. It is just a joke. 
And I think society overall has a big problem with being so sensitive with everything that is said. And Chris Rock comes from the school of hard knocks that is not sensitive. He no. grew up, this is the 90s. You could say so many other things than what you can do now. But Chris, Chris Rock, I do think that we agree that he settled on doing that joke instead of a lot worse jokes. Yeah, but again, like I, I still think disease is usually not good to joke on. Like you can joke on a lot of things, but a, somebody going through some type of disease like Jada is with alopecia is typically below the belt. But again, like we you would not have said a damn thing if Will Smith doesn't stand up. And that's where well, I, I think known. you've got because to I reassess. Known. I wouldn't have known. No, no but if you would have watched it, the premise is not about if you would have known or not. The premise of your opinion should be based on the actual joke. And it's right. not. My my premise on the joke or my opinion on no, the your joke is on the reaction. It's not on the, the reaction joke. was foul. He should not have stood up and slapped the guy. He should have done that. He should have handled it in a way better situation, in a way better way than slapping Chris Rock on national television. And Jeff, the, uh, Jeff, uh, shut up, <laughs> dude. This is you cannot. Now you're sitting here going completely opposite. That is not what this is, Jeff. If if Jada ends up, if she had cancer, yes, that is completely foul. That makes zero sense. So, but so, there's a difference. There is a difference between cancer and the deaths that it causes in human beings across the world and alopecia. Okay, so Chris Rock's next bit needs to be a list of diseases you can joke about and diseases you can't joke about. That fair. That's funny. That's a funny set. That's a good set. Here are the things that are off limits. Here are the things that kind of uh, kind of right are on the line. I just think that, and Chris Rock, look, Chris Rock got slapped. He was the guy that actually, I mean, he had to take his lick. And the reason why I think that it is real and it is not fake, after the slap, I mean, he lost his footing. But right? he didn't, he, yeah, slightly. But what I'm saying is that I think told you that the slap was hard enough to knock him a little bit off balance yeah. that he was not ready for it. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I mean, uh, it again, that's why I say it was the perfect storm. Will and Jada having the relationship that they've had over the last two years, that has been very public knowledge, their relationship, Chris Rock being the comedian who they've known for 35 plus years, plus the joke being about, her alopecia that she just came out about and said she was struggling and will needing feeling the need to stand up for her. That I, again, all of it is the perfect storm that created like Chris Rock eloquently said the greatest night in television history, because I don't think anybody has seen two stars as big as those guys act that way with a flat out slap. That was just, Great. I mean, it was great TV. Great. You know TV. what? And it's created so much really good discussion the next day where nobody talks about the Oscars ever, ever. And we spent 20 minutes on AJ Brown and have now spent 26 minutes on this slap. And here's one thing Chris Rock was also very smart in doing. And he could have taken this a, a couple of different ways. He could have doubled because he was the center of the stage. It wasn't Will Smith. Will Smith was in the audience. 
once Will sat back down and started saying, you know, keep your name, keep my wife's name out of your mouth, Chris Rock could have, because he is a comedian, come back and double down. He almost and, did. and But he didn't. He thought about it. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, because he's a comedian. That's how he, you think. He out loud said, I could have. I could. Uh, okay. And he went back on it. But I don't know about you, but I have, for some reason, this incident has brought back Eminem Slim Shady lyrics in my mind because Will Smith don't have to cuss in his raps and sell records. And then you talk about, and then they, he goes on and talks about award shows and stars and he's sitting next to stars and all the, the BS that goes on. I have not been able to, to get my mind off of real Slim Shady lyrics because is, of this. It is funny how Will Smith, you know, he is uh, clean, right? That's what he, he doesn't cuss that. And then now, Again, it was, this was waiting, this was building up in Will Smith and Jada's relationship yes. on everybody else looking at that relationship in a certain way. And, you know, Will Smith handled it on the biggest stage. They know, but here's the thing. Now people are going to still take shots, right? Now he's opened his, his wound to say, what he's really self-conscious about. And what Will is really self-conscious about is all of the jokes made about his relationship, which, yeah. look, nobody likes to be made fun of, especially when you are trying to defend your wife, right? I mean, at all costs, all is fair in love and war. And in that case, Will Smith, he got caught up in it, but he, he can justify it in his own mind because he was defending his wife, right? Nobody yes. has a problem when a man defends his wife. It's just in this case, it was a joke, and you know that jokes are going to be told on that stage. You know that that happens. Yeah, I know. I know. But again, that's why I think that I think it was about it was Chris Rock that said it. I think Will Smith went up there and slapped him and said, No, you can't go there. You should know better. That, that again, that's my take on it from Will Smith's standpoint is that he felt the pressure to react for Jada because of everything else. And because it was Chris Rock of, no, you can't go there. You should know better. That's how I feel Will Smith took it. He got, I mean, he got slapped. Look at the reaction. This is not, I don't think this is fake. No. This There's is no way that's fake. No way that's fake. If it was fake, the part two of this breakdown would not have been this intense. I tried to zoom in because it still seems fake at this point. But it wasn't a punch. It was a slap. And Chris Rock just eats it. And he's like, what the hell? People are still kind of laughing in the background. Like, uh, what the hell's going on? Wow, dude. Wow, dude is the ultimate response when someone overreacts to a joke. That's pretty universal. That's probably been going on for 60 years. Wow, dude. Really? Yeah. It was a G.I. Jane joke. My wife's name out of mouth. I'm going all of that, like the how the wow dude, and then saying it was a GI Jane joke, and then okay, I will, I won't say her name. Like all of that makes me be like, yeah, that was real because of how Chris Rock reacted. Well, you know what is so much better? At least Chris Rock didn't go Jim Rome. Because Chris Everett, Jim Everett. <laughs> call, me, call me Chris Everett one more time. <laughs> okay, Chris. Like, 
he, uh, he could have done that, but it goes back to what you said to kind of start. These guys have known each other for years and years and years. The slap, I mean, it all makes sense when you I, I go, hey, I, I stand by when you slap somebody, that is a shut your mouth type move. Yeah. When you punch somebody, it is I'm going to beat you down. You know, this yeah. is now going to go to the ground. When you punch somebody in the face, where does it end? I mean, look at hockey, look at street. You ever been in a bar fight? You ever seen an alleyway fight? It usually ends with people on the ground, right? <laughs> like, it all it goes to the ground. You can't yeah. do that on the Oscar stage. You so the slap is kind of the perfect move in that sense because it is less aggressive, but it demands a lot of attention. <laughs> Wow, dude. Wow, dude. Joke. (laughs) Okay. Okay. I won't say her name anymore. I cannot. We there's got to be a follow-up. Yeah. Well, you know what's gonna happen. I'm just gonna say it. You know who's gonna get the most attention for this? Who's that? Jada's show. She's gonna take advantage of all of the things that have gone on, and she's going to profit off of this. That's the other reason why I don't think it's that bad of a joke is because she's going to go on a red table on Facebook at some point, and she's going to talk about this and how she really feels. And you know who's going to get all the attention? It's going to be Jada. So at the end of the day, it's not that bad. Yeah, fair. Facts. These are all facts. No, I mean, if you, you profit off of a situation like this. A bunch of people profit off of a situation like this. And the Oscars are the only people. Uh, I mean, there was a. There was a, uh, I saw that the Oscars might pull his Oscar away. The Academy Awards might pull it away from Will Smith because of this. There, there's talks about that too. Uh, I think it, it dies down and Chris yeah. Rock get, got slapped and Will Smith won the Oscar. And uh, Chris Rock did say that he's not going to press charges, which you wouldn't expect him to. No, but, that, but, that, that, but like he could have, like he if he wanted to, he could have. But again, good to not. You but can't you think, hurt like Will Smith. What he's going to get arrested and it's going to be dropped to a misdemeanor. I mean, I mean it's, it's an assault. Like I mean, that's it's by the book assault. Like a, that's it's assault, brother. But I mean, you think Will Smith gives a damn about an Oscar? I mean, I don't know. Probably not. Will Smith about an Oscar or a rest? No, I'm, that was that was another Eminem line that I used from the oh. yeah because I yeah, I haven't I haven't heard that I, again the Eminem the Eminem saw, like real slim shady lyrics have been in my head the entire morning because of this entire situation a lot of parallels there all right we've got a huge YouTube audience so appreciate everybody watching on YouTube right now uh yeah so uh upvote the show like the show subscribe if you're a Titans fan we talked about AJ Brown a lot early on in the rumors. Uh, with the Jets and go back and watch that for the first 20 minutes. But every Monday we wrap up our Monday show with a would you rather scenario. And so I think with a massive YouTube live audience that we have right now, this would you rather uh, could get very interesting as well with this audience. So, all right, would you rather coming up? But first, Zach, tell everybody about Wilson County Hyundai. Yeah, Wilson County Hyundai is where to go to get your next ride. It is quick, it is easy, and it is effective. Right there, WilsonCountyHyundai.com. Get the Palisade. You can get uh, the, the Sonata that I drive. WilsonCountyHyundai.com. 
Don't forget, download the BetMGM app. They are the king of sports books. Use our code uh, that you got right there on the screen. BetMGM, the king of sports books, code ATOZ Sports. That's ATOZ Sports. You get a risk free bet up to $1,000 with your first bet after your first deposit. Uh, again, by using our code ATOZ Sports when you download the BetMGM Sportsbook app. So, Zach, it is now time for Would You Rather. What do you have for us today? Yeah, Would You Rather. Here's a good one. And this, look, I think everybody can answer this. Would you rather run 100 miles an hour or be able to fly at 20 miles an hour? Huh. So there's a lot that goes into this. So would you rather be able to run 100 miles an hour, that is run, sprint, yeah. right? Or fly, be able to fly at 20 miles an hour? All right, follow-up question. And uh, since you are the person presenting this, you can make it up however you want. Uh, do you get tired of doing both? Like, does running at 100 miles per hour tire you out like you would if you sprinted normally right now? Does flying 20 miles an hour tire you out similarly? Because you, if you don't get tired doing either, then you can run a lot. You can get places fast going 100 miles an hour rather than flying 20 right flying but being able to slow. fly is so unique <clears throat> yeah but flying 20 is slow though that's a slow flying i mean there's no traffic austin i can no, I, I live in green hills i can get to batman the batman building in about three four minutes yeah but i could run there in about uh 35 40 seconds at 100 miles an hour you can't fly but but again like that's my point is do you get tired doing both because you, I, I would think you get tired, more tired running than flying. But you don't know because we've never flown. I, it's a, it's impossible for me to answer. That's I don't true. know the energy usage of a human being flying. I would think it. No I, traffic. I was thinking uh, humans flying takes a lot of energy. <laughs> yeah, but you can't just run like there's cars on the street, right? You're gonna have to stop. You see what I'm yeah, saying? I'm going so fast it doesn't even matter though. No, you're gonna get hit. <laughs> No, they're going to get hit by me. (laughs) Physics. You're not super huge. I mean, you're not (laughs) invincible. Uh, Here's a question. Run or fly. So run at 100 miles an hour, fly at 20 miles an hour. Uh, Let's go to the chat because I think this is a good, I mean, this is why I like this game. Steven says fly. Don't kill John says fly. Chris says fly, fly, fly. No traffic. Um, You're going so slow. Donald's. Hold on. How long did how long did you say it's gonna what what was your ex- example of flying somewhere 20 miles an hour to get there take you how long? Green Hills, if yeah. you're familiar in Nashville, to the Batman building. So, which fly. is probably what three and a half miles? Maybe. But there's no traffic, it's direct. Right. So I'm trying to think. Well, yeah, but that's it's still three and a half miles, right? Well, three and a half miles based on roadmaps. <laughs> you see what no, I'm saying? No, no, because no. if you go on your maps and you type in the Batman building, it'll tell you directly first how far away you are. And then once you click on go, then it tells you the direction. So it would be based on how far away you are. Because I'm just going to do point Bridgestone. A to B. It's direct line. I am 2.8 miles away from Bridgestone Arena. When I click on the go, that tells me my shortest route is 6.7. But I am 2.8 miles away from Bridgestone Arena. Right? So that's what I'm saying. So it would probably take you what? 
if you're flying 20 miles an hour, it take you how long to go to Bridgestone? The unique part is you can fly, though. You have this power that no human has. Everybody can run. Now, they can't run 100 miles an hour, but you can fly. I just feel like 20 miles an hour flying is so slow. You, I think I fly because I can profit off of me being able to fly. How long would it take you to go three miles at 20 miles an hour flying? What's the math on that? You have to do that. I have no idea. Let's see okay, if anybody's so, changed. Let's see if anybody's changed their comment. So David 20, says, uh, it would take you nine minutes to fly to Bridgestone to, Arena. Nine minutes. It'd take you nine uh, minutes I'm, to fly to Bridgestone Arena. At 20 but I'm flying. Yeah, it'd take me 11 minutes to get uh, to drive. So how fast would it take me to, I, I could at drive at 50 miles per hour, 11 minutes. So you can't, I would, the roads, you can't go a hundred miles an hour. Like yeah, can. you see what I'm saying? Like the cars, I don't have to worry about cars. I fly. I could sprint on the side of the interstate at hundred miles an hour and get there so much faster than you flying there. Yes. But then eventually you're going to have to get off on an exit. <laughs> okay. I think I, ah, man, I, cause I love flash flash. Like, I liked Flash as a superhero more than like most. Like Superman's boring. Like Superman's whatever. I like Flash is fun, but I do think flying's very interesting. I just think flying at twenty miles an hour is very slow, and it's a lot slower than what you would. Uh, right, but it doesn't yeah. affect like I can still fly to California, right? Like so, so like I can still get on a plane. I, I think I'm my everyday. I life. think I'm going hundred miles an hour running. I think that's where I'm landing on this. I because I am so wealthy because I'm the only person that can fly. They, they make movies about me, but you can I'm only fly, like, man. You're the benefit for you is just like short areas. Like it would be great for you flying around, you know, the downtown Nashville area, but for running, you can go more places. Like I can run to Murfreesboro. If I need to go to Murfreesboro, just for distance sake, right? I, I could run there way faster than flying. And so I would go run because running, running opens up your geographic restraints. So I'm going running hundred miles an hour. Final answer. <laughs> Being able to fly, man. You're kind of floating. Well, I'll let you know you how had, it, I'll let you know how it is up in the sky. Have you had dreams uh, that you could fly? Cause I've had some, I've had some within the last like year and a half, but I could only fly backwards. Like I had to do this. Like, this is how I flew. Like I had to go, I had to fly backwards and up. And let's see here. I, I do agree with this. Uh, let's see. We've got a ton of comments. John Superman is the worst hero. So now I would actually be more like Superman to give that can, superhero a better name. No, but you're like old Superman in a walker because you're flying at 20 miles an hour. You're not flying. You're not busting through the air like <laughs> Superman. But I'm closer to Superman than anybody other human. Yeah. Nah, I mean, I, well, I still think flying at 20, not worth it. I mean, it's cool. Don't get me wrong, but I'd rather I mean, run 100 awesome. miles an hour. I'd rather, I'd rather run 100 miles an hour. All right. Well, that was, would you rather?
Yep. <laughs> Great show on this Monday talking about a bunch of stuff. Uh, if you missed the AJ Brown conversation, don't worry. When we hit in broadcast in a second, you'll start back over and go watch anything about AJ Brown and the rumors that are coming out about that. So we'll see you guys tomorrow on a Tuesday morning. Uh, uh, Buck Rising is live tonight. A to Z Sports Primetime at 8 p.m. Central Time on the same channels here on Facebook and YouTube and Twitch. So we'll see you guys later on. Have a great rest of your Monday. Appreciate it. Adios.